Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, 
like, like to really just like, in the sense that playing it as a flag game would really, uh, it would add an element of honesty that's not currently present. Okay, you got to keep them honest. Or else you're not yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's a full-on tease, man. It's not football. They're not trying to hit nobody. It, it's horrible. Didn't they, didn't they do that? Didn't they do that kind of on purpose? Like, first of all, not only to not get players injured, you know, after after a long season, but then also trying to give a little bit of football before football Sunday without that gap week. I mean, isn't that like the purpose yeah, is, is to be a tease? That's cool. Like, I, I appreciate the scheduling adjustment. You know, years ago, the Pro Bowl was the week after the Super Bowl, and I think this is better. But still, no, not watching. Mm. Won't even watch the highlights or take note of who wins MVP. None of that. Don't care. <laughs> we, should, we should reconsider this. I mean, uh, fantasy, fantasy football radio, not watching football. And then, and then our side hustle here is talking about betting, and nobody wants to bet. <laughs> well, um, I, I, have, I hey, guess what? I have Pro Bowl DFS advice. Okay, are, are you, you going to play around this week? I thought about it. I don't know, but like, like I got some theories here, like uh, playing the rookies. I think would be one of the theories. I mean, of course, you want the the stack. I think the stack is even more important in the Pro Bowl, okay, right? So like Kirk, Kirk Cousins, 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 Justin Jefferson stack, for example, I think would be a good play. Um, things like this. Um, the longer the player's been off, the better. So I I don't know, like if I'd be ready to pay a premium to use the Chiefs players right now. For example. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so, yeah, yeah, even watching, uh, you get to watch a little bit of the uh, other Pro Bowl activities, Pro Bowl weekend. Oh, yeah, that was cool. I like that. That was fun, man. I thought that was – I watched a little dodgeball, some trickery. Yeah. yeah. We were kind of laughing at them, uh, some of the receivers trying to jump off of a truck. <laughs> like onto a table on a pad. It was like time to try to throw in a little pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, into the, the football weekend. So. Yeah, I, I, I like that little, that little Pro Bowl skills thing was pretty cool. I liked it. I, I'm excited to watch a little bit of the game. I I always like uh, really any sports, all star games, Pro Bowl, whatever. You know, I, I enjoy it just because. You get to see guys who either used to play together or will soon to be playing together. Uh, guys just that that don't really have a chance to to do that kind of stuff. Throw the ball around, and it's all the you know the best of the best. So makes it entertaining. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna claim that it's you know official real football, but that's that, I don't need that in, in my life uh, at this point in the season. We're winding down. I just want to watch a little football going on and uh, and, and prep prep for the Super Bowl. So I mean that's your opinion and you're entitled yeah, to yeah. it. So yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool. Like you know, what I mean, all All Star games do have a certain element of entertainment. That's true. Usually some flashy splash plays. Yeah, and then a bunch of guys just laughing and having a good time. So. Yeah. I find it I find it to be quite fun. 
Uh, I mean, I don't have to get glued to it. That's also another thing. That's one that you just put on the background and, uh, you know, maybe rewind for a minute to catch the last two plays and then walk away again. So. Yeah, true enough. So a uh, couple of the guys on the list, Justin Herbert was set to uh, voted as the starter, still got Mahomes. In there, I believe Mac Jones is taking Lamar Jackson's place. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's playing. Got a little backup with with the Nick Chubb, and then uh, yeah, and then Harris is taking Joe Mixon's spot, obviously because of that whole you know Super Bowl thing. Super Bowl, yeah, thing, yeah, that that stuff. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Hunter Renfro are taking Keenan Allen's spot, and Jamar Chase is because of you know that whole. Super Bowl thing. Wait, so Keenan Allen's not playing? Uh, I, uh, I'll verify, but I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert's stack was one of the ones I was looking at. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I have to double check. It's not showing on the site. I was just went for the full list. Cause the other site was breaking it down into uh, like just positions and. They were throwing in a bunch of defensive guys in the list. It was kind of confusing. It's like this offensive list. It's pretty simple. Okay. Uh, I, I I thought he was, but I thought there was a possibility that he didn't. Um, okay. Like, they, they keep calling this stuff injury, but I don't think any of these guys are actually injured. I just think they didn't want to decline the the spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, then, I uh, agree. Like, what, how, how is it that they played – Right, and then now they're hurt. Yeah. Um, no, it's showing. It's, it's no. Uh, yeah, Renfro is replacing Keenan Allen. Oh. Yeah. Keenan Allen is not playing, so so you can scratch that off your DFS playlist. So so how far down the list are we? Like, as far as AFC receivers, like, I, who all has to quit before Deontay Jack Johnson and Hunter Renfro get in? Like, doesn't it seem like? At least five guys had to quit for that to happen. Um, like, who's Mac Jones in the Pro Bowl? Seriously. Like, I'm not trying to instigate. I'm asking you who quit. Lamar Jackson uh, got okay. hurt. Your, your boy okay. is fragile. Okay. So. And then what about Burrow? Like, he, I'm guessing he's like, a, I'm in the Super Bowl. Like, he was on the list, but he's not playing because he's in the soup. Yeah, they're not going to get hurt before the big game. Did they like, technically award him a spot that he then had to decline because he didn't big game? Uh, I'll tell you that in just a moment here, my friend. Um, I'm not seeing him on the list, no. I'm seeing Herbert, Mahomes, and Jackson. Okay. And then so Jackson that, wasn't playing, and because, I'm sure because of that, the alternate spot was given to Mac instead of Burrow because they knew he wasn't going to play anyways. So they would have just had to list another person being replaced. So it was awarded this week? Um, the list that I'm looking at was, was this is the official list as of 11 hours ago. So I'm just looking at the most updated one. I did not save all of the websites from a week and a half okay. or whatever okay. ago. Okay. okay, I guess I have a lot of questions. Okay. Lots. Lots. For a game you don't even really want to watch. 
Well, I mean, I, I still care about the mechanics, like who's awarded the spot. Like, like remember, I already think, you know, like my premise for not wanting to watch is I think they're lying to me. You're right. Now they're trying to tell me Mac Jones is some elite quarterback. <laughs> yeah, y'all are some liars, man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I y'all, hear you. Y'all, I'm, I'm curious to see how many people declined it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is only the people that accepted and then needed to be replaced either due to injury or, you know, game status. Yeah. Uh, for next week. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you don't get the, the best uh, best players to accept this kind of thing, you know. Yeah, maybe some quite a bit in basketball, basketball too. Don't don't the don't the best guys usually kind of wimp out and no, that's not the Olympics. Play these games? That's the Olympics. All star, they like playing. Yeah. Mm, okay. yeah, like like NBA All Star. If you go look at like the all time record holders and things, it's like. The greats of the greats, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Isaiah Thomas, Shaq, Kobe, like, yeah. That, that's who leads NBA All-Star historical numbers. So, no. The big guys play. Mm, okay. And then in reference to when is their basketball's All-Star game is, is just after championship? No, no. It's up they, they do it the weekend before, right? No, it's in the season. Oh, really? Yeah, it's coming up in a couple weeks here. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You're going to watch after football is done. <laughs> yeah. No, it might be the week after the suit. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, so what are you, what, what, what portion of this are you looking forward to for the week? You got your DFS possible stack uh, suggestion. That's good. It's yeah, play the not too many of those options available, but... Still, still good. I don't think Rogers is playing um, due to the broken toe, and so we can't really stack him and Adams. Yeah, um, I, I would look at a Cousins Jefferson stack, okay. especially given that Cousins isn't going to be the starter. Like, like he's going to be in the hey, let's hurry up and score some points at the end part of the game. Uh, who do you think wins, AFC or NFC? So. Does anyone really win? Uh, uh, NFC. 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 Cool. Good guess. All right. So what do you want to talk about? Some betting odds? You got some things? Some, some I'm excited how excited for like? the Super Bowl I am, man. I mean, what about Super Bowl DFS? What do you do with that? You got to play a lot of money? Yeah. You got, you got, you got to play Burrow, I would think. No? I mean, I, I really what – what are they what, – what, what's the cost here? You know, are you talking for Is there is there much of a difference between the two? I don't know that they've dropped the prices for Super Bowl DFS yet. I don't think that's available. But, no, like, just kind of, like, like, projecting, like, how what, – what would be the pieces to start to build with? Like, I don't know. I would probably take the cheaper of the two. That's what yeah. I would probably do. Okay, yeah. Would you get Mixon, like, guaranteed? He's, he's the best running back on the field, have to have him kind of guy? Yes. Yep. Yep. I'd rather spend it on Mixon than either of the quarterbacks. 
Okay. So whichever I could, whoever I could get for the, for whatever, save the hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, something like that, and uh, and put it someplace else. And, and then uh, stick with the strategy, right? Always play tough. Um, that's that's been an effective strategy for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not really going to say no to that, but again, I, I'd like to see the numbers because I'm curious as to where, you know, shaving off the, the difference between cup and chase. Okay. You know, so if you're, if you're throwing out the, you know, you got to go burrow, I would, I would probably like to stack chase with them and that could be costly. Okay. So you're either going to take Cup and Chase, and then basically you're going to have to scroll down to somebody's backup for probably two different positions uh, to kind of fill that that space um, from spending that much money on the two guys. Um, but I, I think that if Stafford is the cheaper of the two, then, yeah, I would stick with Cup. Okay. Okay, so you're gonna so choose whichever is the cheaper. I'm gonna stack. I'm gonna stack their receiver. Okay, and kind of hope for the best. I mean, you okay. could really, depending on if Chase is maybe a little bit more than Cup and uh, Stafford's a little less. Like I could see maybe setting a couple of lineups, a couple of cheaper lineups, just to, to kind of play some different odds to see what happens. Because we've talked about it, this game's. Uh, interesting. There's you got you got a, a very well-rounded team up against a team that's proven to to be hot. You know, late in the season, um, Cincinnati's defense hasn't been the best, but they still keep showing up, and they're stopping you know other teams from from putting points up. So this is interesting. I'd probably I'd probably set two or three DFS lineups with a couple okay. of combo packages because I don't know if we're really that clear on, you know, Stafford and Cup are gonna score three touchdowns, and Cincinnati's not gonna do anything. You know, we're not we're not, yeah, not that clear on this situation. So I would probably play a couple of two dollars, a couple of one dollars, or five five dollar games, and, and set totally different lineups, um, and just kind of revolving around either the two receivers or like a Joe Mixon because guys healthy right now and I think Joe Mixon's probably the best pick out of all the players for like a consistency uh value here. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's like, Cup's like pretty close to that too, but it's yeah. I I would say Mixon's just gonna touch the ball a lot. He's gonna he's gonna be running it. They're gonna they're gonna try to do a little bit of controlling and then take their deep shots and he'll still he'll still catch the ball as well. So I, I agree for what Mixon appears to be as far as how far he is ahead of the rest of the replacement options in his position. Like, if you don't buy Cup, you can still buy Beckham or Chase or Higgins. Like, there's good options, you know? Why Mixon? Who are you playing? Right. You're going to try to play like Michelle or yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah. Akers. No, yeah. I don't. I mean, you can, and that's, you're going to have to fill. It's not. There's more than one running back position, so you're right. going to have to fill but, it with something. Yeah, but more, there's more than one, and if not, neither position is mixing. Like, what are you doing, right? Like, right. you play, you playing Akers and Michelle? Like, eh? no, yeah, I don't. I couldn't do that. Nope. 
I mean, you could try to gamble and play like the two, whoever you think the two worst are, and save the money. Play like Michelle and Piran. Sam. Okay, I'll go back and play. And then just kind of see if they, you know, Piran's got those uh, sporadic touchdowns. Uh, and he did, does he does have some good run plays too, you know. He'll, he'll, he'll push the ball for 12 yards or something after not being on the field for a while, and nice long run for a touchdown or something very possible. Um, Going to be a lot of pressure on the quarterback, so you know it's Mixon's doing the you know grinding and just kind of the the ground pound game. Then they're going to throw P. Ryan in there for what? What did you say? Like every 10 plays or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. I haven't studied. Touches? Not even plays. I think it's more touches. Right. um, Yeah, the running back situation is a little bit tough in this game. Yeah, you got to Probably going to be Stafford leading and rushing from just trying to get away from (laughs) pressure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mixon Mixon's a must must spend the money on. So yeah, he's the must. I agree. Uh, I was also looking. He sent me um, sent me a link for the Fox betting site. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't know if anybody else has seen this. You got to check it out. There's some good. There's some good info, some good stat lines, a lot of fun things to gamble on, prop bets and whatnot. Um, of course, now the site's under under construction. As soon as the bastards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I did speak with the family. I think we are going to uh, place a bet for next week. Yeah, where are you going? Um, Hunting on purple? We're, we're we're thinking we're thinking maybe a uh, hundred on purple. And um and right now we, the girls were kind of uh <clears throat> bringing up a, a fun idea is if you did do that, do yeah hundred on orange as well because I think that's a plus two ten or it depends on where you go, but I've seen it as high as like a plus 250 um, for orange because Cincinnati's color is orange. And right. there's a possibility what happens if the Rams want to dump the other team's colors all over them after winning the Super Bowl. Oh. I thought that was an interesting thought. I was like, ah, okay. That's what we think of your color. Okay. Dump it all over a coach after beating you. So I thought that was kind of fun because, you know, if it ends up being orange, not really add anything. If it ends up being the purple, uh, you're, I think right now they have it at plus 800 for a purple bath. And we did look up the history. Patriots, Giants, um, and one other team has all hit hit with the purple Gatorade. And um, there's actually a lot more nuns and clears than I was expecting, too. Really? I thought that was kind of a fun a fun thing to try to gamble on is a very degenerate <laughs> thought process. Man, of, like okay, you could track the history. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. What a world. You can track all this stuff, man. Seems like a fun bet. 
Any 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 like weird or interesting prop bets that you've heard? Oh, I mean, I always like over under how long it's gonna take to sing songs. Who's singing? Oh, yeah. Do we know? Um, no, I do not. I know the halftime show, but I do not know who's singing at the beginning. Hmm. No. I do not. Do not have that stat in front of me. <laughs> um, Mickey Guyton. Mickey Guyton. Okay. There you go. So how long do you think it's going to take to change the song? How do you know who that is? <laughs> me either. <laughs> we need some oh. fun prop bets, man. What about, what about the, any of these, like, who's going to score first? Or, like, which receiver or receiver duo combos are going to have touchdowns? Do you like any of those? Uh, I mean, I... I think the first point is going to be a field goal. First touchdown, I would probably wager cup. Okay. Yeah. Okay, first point, field goal. That's got to be an option. Yeah. Yeah, Rams field goal. How about that? Rams field goal. So you think they're up 10 to nothing early? I think they're up 3 to nothing early for sure. I don't know what else. I think they're going to like have a stronger start from their defense. I think it's going to take Bengals a second to get their offense going. Like have to wait until like the second half and then come out and yeah, totally maybe, switch things up? Yeah, maybe maybe like at some point in the second quarter they might get on the horse. I think there's going to be like an initial like shock factor, like holy fuck, that Aaron Donald is killing everybody. Yeah, I mean you know, that's a reasonable, a reasonable yeah. thing to think. Yeah, like like I, I do think, I I think they get over it at some point. I, I'm just wondering, you know, what type of lead the Rams are working with before that happens. I think this game ends up kind of coming down to whoever, uh, whatever defense really just makes the makes the big turnover, man. One. Uh, one Stafford interception early, they can keep the game kind of close. But if they don't have uh, anything like that, I think then I kind of agree with you. The Rams kind of run away with it a little bit early, and then second half is that's just the wild card. It's like that's the thing you got to you got to kind of wait until halftime before you make any of those bets because guys, see how the game's going. So she's a country music artist. Oh, there you go. Well, they had to do that because it's all hip-hop for the halftime show. Oh, oh they got to be Throwing like all dramatic about it, diplomatic. Okay. Yeah, you know, Jay-Z thinking, give, give, we'll give a little country at the beginning, and then we'll jam out in the halftime. I think the halftime is going to be a jam out, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you got uh, Eminem, Dre. Oh, Eminem's in it? Oh, I didn't know that. He's going to monopolize the whole thing. He, oh, that's horrible. Really? <laughs> you just ruined it for me. Well, 
one of those always next year. Yeah, that's one of the things. They get, like, these super exciting lineups, and it's always, like, my least favorite one is, is the one that's featured. It, it, it never fails. Oh, man. Like, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary, Mary J. Blige, and Dr. Dre. Like, if they carried the show, that'd be great. Any one of them. Guarantee you Eminem would feature that. Oh. 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 Horrible. Yep. I don't know if it's just this morning or just that it's coming to an end or what. <laughs> it's such a Nancy today. Yeah. A real Nancy, you know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. I feel like he disrespects our city, but that's okay. Who is. What is this? What is it? Sean Forbes. You heard of him? Nope. He is going to be taking the stage with everybody. Um, He is a deaf rapper out of Detroit. Oh, never heard of that person. He's he's 40, so... Oh man, that's never mind. I'm gonna make that joke. Um, so what else? What what else is getting you in a good mood about uh, about football? Um, before we get I before mean, we get to end it early today, <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually been uh, studying for next year's draft already. Oh yeah, I mean, so you're just taking like the final standings or like the final rankings as your your kind of baseline here and are you um trying to think about who's like free agent type of stuff who's, who might I'm be trying to think about who's free agents so like because of free agency certain guys that finish kind of high in the final rankings kind of get ignored like Cordero Patterson or Amon Ross St. Brown like like, I'm almost taking it as a given that those guys won't get the same type of featured role that they got this year. So, kind of throw out that number. Um, okay. And then also really just kind of like thinking about who are some of these younger guys that look like they were kind of good and are ready to be very good. All right, go on. Well, tell, me, tell me a few guys that you're looking at. I mean, Najee Harris to me is like the number one pick. Number one overall? Yeah. And you think that, I mean, and I'm just throwing it out. I know you were talking about just the younger guys, but do you think he needs to take that spot over Jonathan Taylor? I would pick him over Jonathan Taylor. Why? Um, Receiving depth, like receiving bandwidth, like he's more dynamic as a receiver. Like, like, um, we've seen Taylor like catch the simple swing pass and then run over 10 people. You know, but, like, there's there's more potential for, like, additional touches with Harris. Like, he actually runs routes. Okay. Well, overall, um, do you know what Harris's uh, yards were for the season? Strong. That I know. I'm looking up Taylor. I just wanted to compare – 
What so 332 attempts on uh, for 18 a little over 1800 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 40 receptions. Yeah, there's no way he's doing that twice in a row. Get out of here. Wait, like way to go. Good year. Good, like hell of a season. That's not happening twice. So for like for me when I'm looking at this, I'm like trying to figure out what's going to happen next. I, like I wouldn't draft a guy because of what he did previous. Like obviously what he did previous can inform what he's capable of doing in the future. But that that type of thing, what you just said, like that's a career year for somebody. That's not something someone does in back to back seasons. So no. I, it, rather than so rather than things. yeah. We got 1,200 yards. Yep. 74 receptions. So, but with the 18 touchdowns, this is where I'm having a hard time, is touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, those those add up kind of quick. Mm-hmm. You know, 11 more touchdowns. Um, I mean, and, and 35 less re- receptions, so that's that's still something. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I get your your theory on Taylor's not doing it again. Yeah, um, I think Harris. I mean, both have played with crappy quarterbacks, so can't really blame it on that. Yeah. Um, I guess it kind of just depends on if the Colts can keep the line together. And healthy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I expect him too. Uh, I think Taylor should be the second pick. You know, for for me, I'm just more like, all right, let's pick the guy who's going to do that, not the guy who just did it. That's all. I mean, looking at the top, the top running backs. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Number two is Nick Chubb. Yeah. He's um, another with only fourteen only fourteen games too. Uh Taylor played seventeen games. Joe and- Mixon's third. Austin Eckler's fourth. And Najee Harris fifth. Um Connor, or Dalvin Cook, James Connor, Damian Harris, Alvin Kamara at nine, Ezekiel Elliott at ten, Antonio Gibson at eleven. Okay. All right, so let's 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 do a brief analysis of the top ten you just named. So you got Taylor. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Then you got three guys who've never played a full season. And then you got Harris. Then you got another couple of guys who've never played a full season. I mean, yet, Joe Mixon played 16 games. That's not – I mean, that's not ridiculous. Okay. So, it, that's not is terrible. It, is, it, is it fair for me to look at Mixon and Eckler in the same light as far as, like, okay, he got one. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Like, like there's yeah. enough history on both of them to say, man, these guys usually miss somewhere between three and six games. Okay. So, they like, they kind of get ruled out for me. Um, Dalvin Cook, same. Um, now, Damian Harris being in the top ten is tricky to me. 
do I do I approach him in the draft like he's supposed to be a top ten running back, or do I think that just kind of ended up being something that happened? Um, yeah, I mean, 200 attempts for 929 rushing yards, 15 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, see that is reception. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so like like drafting him is really playing on that heavy touchdown number. He's not going to be a factor in the receiving game. Um. Hey, Kamara's getting old, man. I don't know if I would draft him or Ezekiel Elliott, like, projecting them to be a top ten running back. I would probably try to find something younger and trickier. Okay. Uh, I, I have a hard time with your uh, – with the Taylor and Najee Harris rankings a little bit because because of this. We got 17 games out of Taylor, right? For yeah. 1,800 yards, 18 touchdowns, and two – this is 20 touchdowns. 18 yeah. rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Still did uh, 40 receptions for 360 yards. Looking at Harris, Harris had 74 receptions for 460 yards. They did the same amount of yardage. There was more receptions, but he got more of the dump-off quick passes. No, no. Taylor Taylor just ran a bunch of guys over after catching the dump off. Like, like this is, I promise I'm right. Taylor Taylor doesn't run routes and Harris does. Okay, and that's okay. I I I wasn't talking about routes. I was talking about the amount of receptions versus the amount of yardage gained. Uh, Just in receiving is, yeah, if, if you're playing in the PPR or half PPR, then, yeah, you just got, you know, 30 more points or 15 more points. 20 touchdowns versus the 10. Let's just say Taylor doesn't have another career year. Right. Taylor can play Taylor can play 12 games next season and still do better than Harris if Harris does the same, which was his – which was a great year for him. Yeah. I mean, he, could, he could play probably five less games and still still be in the same realm of production. Certainly. Or, so so yeah. you, you knock off a thousand yards rushing, and they're 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 still they're 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 neck and neck. Yes. Yes. You know, I I, I mean, think that's is ridiculous. Like, so. I think that the the fantasy community is going to put Taylor as the consensus number one pick, and whether I pick first or second, I'll have a chance to get my guy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and and I do think Taylor is like right there. Like there's no one else I would even consider up there with Harris other than Taylor. I have I have just the one other name and I'm hoping that there's you know, some health involved. But Derrick Henry, um, you know, he he was in the top five for, you know, what, eight weeks after he got hurt? Yeah, um, yeah. Here's another one where he doesn't actually have to play all the games for it to be worth. Uh, you know, he finished top fifteen out of eight games. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it's just it's yeah. decent. That's all. I'm just it, saying, it, if, he, it, if he comes back healthy, he got a little broken foot. Yeah. In my way too early top five here, Henry is included. Yeah. Yeah, in the way too early. That's fine. Yeah, that's that, that's that. what, we, that's what we'll title the chart: the way too early top five, right? That is Henry's there. Henry, you know, so 
you know, the Harris, um, I think it's it's very safe to say what he did this year is a floor. Like, year two is going to be better than year one. That that seems like just standard logic to me. Um, also, I think Pittsburgh is going to be better. Like, it, so in addition to the second year compared to first year improvement, you're going to get the I'm on a better team, I have more opportunities to score touchdowns and stay on the field improvement. Sure. Like it, really wouldn't, it wouldn't take some transformational franchise quarterback to make Pittsburgh's offense more productive. Like, Roethlisberger wasn't too good. Like, Jameis Winston would probably correct. Right? Like, J- Jameis oh, Winston yeah. makes them a better team. Like, it, it, that's, that's, a, that's a low bar. Like, like forget, forget about the Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson excitement, and Russell Wilson. Forget that. Like, that, that's night and day. They get Jameis Winston. They're better. Yeah. 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 So the, the, these are the two, the two, like that plus second year over first year is where I'm like, man, I'm expecting like a big pop from Harris. I'm, I'm going to call what he did last year, like the floor and say, you know what? I think, I think there's going to be a decent margin of difference between year two and year one for him. Uh, another one who was in the top 15, uh, you're talking about the younger guys, top of 14th uh, out of running backs, and Melvin Gordon being a free agent to leave, I think uh, Javante Williams could slide into at least the top 10, not maybe not top five. Yes, yes. But I think he slides yes. up uh, at least at least five or six. Is it like maybe no, top like, seven, like, yeah, so Some of those guys you that, that finished in the top 10, like uh, Ezekiel Elliott, or or um, Damian Harris, yeah, I'll take Javante Williams. Yeah, I mean it's just from production. Yeah, uh, this year uh, with splitting the backfield, you know, basically evenly, they both hit, you know, at thirteen and fourteen. So I find that it'd be a little interesting uh, for for a prospect to slide up. Yeah, a considerable amount, you know. Yeah, I I, I, I expect that. Seven, yes. maybe eight. I think I think that's you. That's who you should select as your keeper. Yeah, I'm I'm torn between him and Allen. Well, I mean, going with Allen in the eighth round would be a great choice too. Points wise, he's produced and he's been pretty consistent. Uh, he's got he's he's high up on the list of quarterbacks that are beating the spread as well. Um, he's he's just been kind of all around awesome, and he's done it a couple of times in a row, so that's, um, that's kind of encouraging to me. Yeah. Uh, he still gets, you know, a little bit of the yardage uh, with his feet. And, oh, man. So I, I don't know. I like I like I like Allen. I don't have to think about quarterback, quarterback basically until the, the end. end. Yeah. So you you used Allen the last two years, and he was kind of like a set it and forget it guy for you both times, huh? And you were good with that. You you enjoyed that experience. I mean, the guy had his his worst games were better than like a lot of the streaming guys' best games. 
Well, that's true, so, but like, you could have drafted another quarterback and then went week to week with it. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just more like for the listener, like, what what do we think about the set it and forget it strategy? There's a lot of differential opinion here. Yeah, I mean, well, we've we've seen different draft depending on how well you draft. I mean, like the last couple of years, I've knowing that I was going to be losing, you know, specific keepers uh, like Kamara or something like that. I mean, I try to shoot a little bit bigger in the draft process for rookies, you know, from round six to. 12-ish or 6 to 14, try to throw in three or four rookies just in case they hit. And then you have, you know, a player, because the way we set it up is you lose that draft position wherever you drafted that player when you keep them. So, you know, somebody drafting Patrick Mahomes his rookie year in the 14th round, you know, that's a good that's a good keeper for a couple of years. So looking for looking for those kind of players. It's kind of nice to have somebody that you know is going to be putting up a little bit larger numbers, you know, like an Allen, um, the Mahomes, trying to reach for those guys. And a lot of those guys are get kept, you know. You get somebody keeping Lamar Jackson or somebody keeping, you know, Patrick Mahomes. It kind of limits your, your options. Now you're in Aaron Rodgers. It does. Josh Allen, and those both are going a little bit higher, you know, than in that same tier, kind of Kyler Murray's maybe just under and around the area, you know. Uh, Russell Wilson's been kind of slowly dropping down. Um, now you got Herbert sliding up a little bit. Um, would I have been upset with taking a Herbert? No, of course not. But at what, at what round? Yeah, and, and when I was posing it, I was posing it, like, in addition to keeping Allen, drafting a second quarterback, like, what would you think about that? Oh, I mean, I'm definitely, I definitely do it. I definitely, I kind of always take a second quarterback. Um, I just think that, yeah, it might be, it might be interesting to see what uh, certain teams end up doing. Like, do the Steelers go for a rookie that maybe, like, could be potential for late round Pick up, you know, rounds 12, 13, 14, try to take a, a rookie quarterback just to see if he pops. Like, sure, that seems, yeah. that seems good. Uh, but, yeah, Josh Allen, there's a couple of names, you know, Josh Allen, Mahomes. I mean, this past year, Brady was as well, but um, that's Rodgers, those are set it, set it and forget it guys. And, yeah, you don't, you don't need to keep messing around with those. Okay, okay. I mean, you were in a different position. You had two guys that were, you know, incredibly mobile, you know, with the deep shot kind of stuff. So you were playing specific matchups because it's a similar player. Yeah. Similar styles. And yeah. Yeah. Neither well, were actually first, you know, or top in the, you know, in the production rankings. So you're you're playing a little splash. I mean, you're trying to trying to trying to work matchups and defenses. So I can respect that. You did good yeah. this season, so, but what, can't what, say that's what a bad we, strategy. What do we recommend to our listening audience? How should they play it? They should uh, listen to our show prior to drafting their team. Okay. And then when they do draft their team, they should listen to our show again and then call in, and then we'll help you set the lineup appropriately because there's a lot of different ways that a draft can go. How deep is your team? 
what you know, the league, how many teams do you got going on, roster spots, all that stuff matters when you're drafting. Right. That's exactly right. So if you're if I think it's the way too early to uh <laughs> way too early to actually give draft advice yet because half the players might be on different teams and we gotta see rookies coming out, you know, where they go. Yeah. Do do a couple of running backs or does a receiver slide into the, you know, top two rounds which would bump somebody down. Um and, you know, the keeper thing is a big deal for us versus, you know, standard redraft leagues. So I would just recommend that you right around, right after the NFL draft, uh, you start really tuning in so that you can start mapping out a couple of players that you want to keep an eye on and some prospects that you might be willing to spend a little bit more on during your, your league's draft because, um, it's, I've seen it work both ways where guys kind of reach for a couple of the good set it and forget it type of players. And then they play the waivers smart early on and fill the, fill the gaps in. But then we've also seen people do really well with a bunch of maybe slightly lesser of players that are more consistent and just let them do their thing and not, not, um, not be bouncing on every player around because, some years I've had it to where you start bouncing players around and you end up with a lot of points on your bench. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, it just really depends on your squad. And I think that's why I enjoy doing this is because we can actually wait to see what the squad is and then help shuffle it around appropriately, you know, make yeah. a trade, fill in some gaps. Maybe you auto drafted an extra quarterback that you don't need. Somebody might want, you know, um, trying to, trying to fill those gaps in later is what, I think it's the most important. Um, we've seen people just auto-draft and make it to the finals. We've seen people draft specifically, you know, kind of different players or rookies and make it to the finals. So, um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of variables, but as we get closer, I think we can kind of narrow some things down and, and draw some good names uh, for people to really kind of chase after and try to get. Okay. I love the draft. Uh, yeah, the fantasy draft or yeah, the, the NFL draft. draft. No, the NFL draft is a, is a sham. They like they can get that thing done in forty five minutes. They just don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind the the, the separating out like day one and day two, um, but I do wish it moved a little bit quicker. Yeah, that. Yeah, like they take some six hours to finish the first round, and you're just like, yo, this this is a little ridiculous. Yeah. 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 A bit much. A wee bit much. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate, like, this particular season, too. Like, it's really a lineman-heavy draft. Like, there's there's yeah. not a lot of fantasy stuff going on with this year's rookies. It's it's rough. Like, I don't know. This, this isn't the year to draft a rookie quarterback. That's for sure. Um, And even, like, even in a year where it's a lineman-heavy draft, you usually get, like, one or two, like, star prospects in in the running back department. Not really this year. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, even even a lot of linemen. I mean, that that could help change some teams. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Got guys not not, not laying on the ground, you know, carrybacks not laying on the ground. I've been looking at mock drafts. Like, every mock draft I've seen has Jacksonville taking left tackle first overall. 
But I, I think we all pretty much think that Trevor Lawrence is good and that first year was just an unfortunate thing to happen. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is good. Guy needs to be able to throw the ball, though. Yeah. And uh, he can't do that with dirt in his face mask. Right, right. And then you got the head coach benching all the best players, right? That was a little weird. Yep. You're good. Yep. You're benched. <laughs> like, uh, what are we doing? Do you think Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay? I hope not, but you know, I don't. I don't see what incentive they have to trade him. That's that's the only problem with that. I mean, the guy was kind of threatening that if he made it to the Super Bowl, he'd sit out. I mean, that's that's a. I mean, that's at least something to consider. Yeah. I'm just like, like uh, what? Is, is he now all of a sudden really happy with the brass in Wisconsin? Yeah, but like he, like I'm saying, for him to leave, it would require a trade. And like, what, what incentive is there for them to trade him? I mean, other than, I other than him wanting. I mean, who knows what somebody wants to offer? I mean, a couple of teams could have probably done pretty well having Aaron Rodgers yeah. on their squad this year. Sure. I mean, do you think the Packers are, like, good with Jordan Love? No, I would assume not. Right? Yeah, I mean, same, same. I think Seattle's going to trade Russ. Oh, yeah? Yeah. that time? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably about that time. Yeah, I, I think say. so. It might be needed. It's kind of yeah. freshing things up a bit. Yeah, and, and I think that's someone we can get in our fantasy drafts out of value this year. Like, you know, last draft he was still going, like, in that top five of quarterbacks drafted. And this year I don't I don't think fantasy managers are going to view him the same way. So. No, we, but it's hard to see, like, where, where does he go for that value to be kind of actually a value, you know? I'm trying to think if he show up to I don't know, I'm thinking they go to like Chicago. I'd be excited about I'd be excited about Pittsburgh for him. Pittsburgh, okay. That wouldn't be terrible. Dude, another team that seems like they could do a lot with a star quarterback is the Colts. Yep. Agreed. Agree. After whether, a good season yeah. and yeah, whether it's Rodgers okay or Wilson, yeah. Um, Miami. Are, are they going to give up on Tua? I mean, they've got reason enough to to try to let him roll with it because there was some some decent play, you know, as the season kind of rolled on. Um, I agree. It like, started to look better, yeah. but I think they need they need some help. They need some help on the line, and I feel like defense could probably use a little boost too to keep them on the field. Um, defense started playing really good towards the end, but well, yeah. middle to end of that, you know, weeks. Yeah, probably, they're, I guess like they're, eight, they're to, eight to fifteen or turn, something. Turnover like dependent. Yeah, they they could use another pass rusher. 
Um, yep. But you know, yeah. like it. Tampa. I, what about Tampa? But, yeah, Tampa's certainly in the market for a quarterback. Um, you, you try to get like an Aaron Rodgers to go down there, just somebody professional who just doesn't screw it up, and then try to pretend, you know, pretend Brady it if they can retain some of the other guys or or piece some new things together. Do you think that there's a uh, element of reluctance for players like Rodgers, like not wanting to follow after Brady? Uh, I'm. I would say for a lot of quarterbacks, yes. Um, I thought at a certain point, uh, Rodgers, like especially last season, it wasn't too bad this year when they were starting to dominate, but last season was pretty – that dude looked upset, you know. He looked he looked frustrated all the time. Yeah. And, you know, apparently you go to Tampa and it's a little more laid back. <laughs> starting to get older, maybe maybe it's just a little bit uh, more relaxing to to kind of play there. And the, there's pieces, there's weapons. Yeah, you know, it's not like you're going to wherever. You're not going to Chicago, right, right now. You know, I mean, like, I don't think that's retiring. That right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's something that like so he could take. He, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Rogers could convince whoever the fuck he wanted to to go play with oh, him down yeah. in Tampa. Yeah, I mean, you my know? my dream so, scenario yeah. is that some team is able to land Rogers and Adams, right? Wouldn't that be cool? That would be ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, but there's just some teams that I don't know, like the Texans. They're gonna need somebody, but they're trash, so he's not going to want to go. Right. So it's got to be, it's still got to be somebody kind of contending. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go. Are they, like, completely invested in Lance? Still not paying him much. They have, uh, you know, a good defense. I mean, they made it, they made it deep. Um, I don't know. Just trying to think of where yeah, where it is that he really would want to go. I mean, maybe he, maybe Rogers to Pittsburgh. Yeah, certainly, certainly. I mean, and then he, in both of these cases with Wilson and Rogers, like I, I feel like the field has to be limited to AFC teams. Like they're not getting traded in the NFC. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. A, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with the Texans, I think they might be a little more desperate at this as far as trading Watson. And the only thing I would say about that is I don't think they'll trade him in their division. But, so that rules out the Colts. But, yeah, they they could trade him in AFC. They're desperate. They they need to get rid of him. It would be fun to see him go to Miami. Oh, I, oh my goodness. Tell me about it. How about the Detroit? Oh well, that that would be cool if 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 he actually got to had a say in the draft, and then they pull Adams too. Then mm-hmm. then that could still be interesting. All these linemen, all these linemen coming up. Yeah, Detroit's I mean, De- gonna have De- Detroit's done a pretty really good, good job at drafting offensive line over the last three three four years. So I mean that, and yeah, I, I mean that would that would still be interesting. That would be kind yeah. of fun to root for. 
Yeah, like they they got a couple of tackles. They got a center. Like yeah, Detroit's got linemen. And uh, this uh, I'm on St. Brown. Yeah. Uh, he he played pretty well. I mean, for everybody says they don't have any receivers. The guy is is a, he's a receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He caught like 90 passes. Yeah. So while the team is still hurting, pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that with the that with the quarterback, somebody to take you know a second receiver to. Be kind of stand out, you know, like a tier one or tier two type of guy. Would yeah, be, yeah, would be, would be helpful. Yeah, it, that that's I I want to see how this St. Brown guy develops. Like, is is he a true one, it, or is he more like a complimentary person? I want to see it. I, I'm I'm unsure at this point. Sure, sure. It was kind of a weird sample size out of what was going on and. Yeah, how, how Detroit was just not, you know, it was just not all theirs. So it's not not a complete team as of right now. Exactly. Exactly. Everything with Detroit is like, 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 did he catch ninety passes because of tremendous opportunity that wouldn't have been afforded to him with any other franchise? Is that is that a possibility at least? I mean, it's a it's a possibility, but yeah. I mean, you. You go to a different franchise, I mean, and then what? Maybe he catches – I mean, he's, he's catching the ball. I don't think there was, like, a ton of drops. Oh, no. no, like no. So, I mean, if, even if he ended up with 50 catches someplace, I mean, it's still not a terrible, terrible season yeah. to no, I, draft somebody. I he, he should be viewed as a fantasy asset in, in the upcoming season. Um, I agree. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if I'm drafting him like he's really a top twenty receiver, like where where he I think he finished what twenty one. So I don't know if I'm drafting him, expecting him to finish in that range again. But yeah, like fl- like a nice flex, you know, like like near the top of the like the important part of your bench depth, I think is where I would value him. I, but I, I still think that that would be potential good value because if oh, he course. can put up the sixty to seventy catches, yeah, um, yeah. I mean that's a, that's an easy flex play. Yeah, you know, well, somebody to rotate yeah. out. When... Or or what what we want in our drafts is to draft guys in one spot and have them perform above that spot. So I, I would say there's definitely potential for Brown to perform above where I just said I would draft him at. So. That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 I'm just hoping some wackadoodle doesn't jump in and pick him like like he's a top 15 guy now. Right. That that, that would wreck my plans. No, and I mean, I think there is – that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, there is some potential for – a couple of moves like that because he did show flashes on a, on a on a bad team and if if they were to get any better or you know add some pieces throw in a you know a better quarterback yeah um add some other pieces so that he doesn't have to be like the number one he might do really well as complimentary ball player because if if it's complimentary yeah. and you got the other guy scoring too those yeah. guys are making catches. I mean, that puts yeah. more points on the board. And yeah. No, wins, I mean, and that 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 adds to it a lot. So. 
almost every team that was in the playoffs rostered two startable fantasy wide receivers. Correct. Like Correct. just, just I think that's like, what they're kind of missing like right the, now. The, the Packers are basically the only one, and the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patriots, Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. yeah. But I mean, I, I think um, someone whose whose draft position rises for sure, Gabriel Davis. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. Also, AJ Brown. I know. Listen, I know Julio uh, played, but what did he have? Like one, one receiving touchdown or something? Yeah, and I think it was I like feel like AJ Brown is pretty is pretty close to the the, the main, you know, clear cut one. I yeah. know Julio by name is number two, but yeah. by production and stuff like that, and they're, they're another time, team that made it this, into the playoffs. This with time was the killer for Julio, like. He, yeah. he gave you playable numbers on the weeks that he was available for the most part. Right. right. Yeah. I, I don't think he lived up to where he was drafted in most of the leagues. No. No, he was he was a good yeah. flex option. Yeah. You know. No. But, oh, uh, playing this week? Oh, okay. I'll throw him in there. You're right. Right. Yeah. You no, know, good, because I had bye weeks and, you know, yeah. somebody else. Yeah, that's, like, that, okay. that's about what he was. Yeah. So, eh. But you're right that, like, just because Detroit, if they if they happen to add receiver depth, like it doesn't destroy the potential for this guy Brown, especially no. if they upgrade the quarterback, right? Like yeah. I, I'm hoping for Deshaun Watson, right? I feel I feel like I get to hope yeah. for that. So yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, do you think he's, there's there's I mean, I'm curious to see how long it's going to take to settle this stuff out. I mean, how long is this guy just going to be? Like in his prime, sitting on the bench before somebody takes him. I don't know, off, man. Off, like, off of the Texans' hands. I, I mean, like, like the football fan inside of me is really just like, bro, if he's not in jail, can you put him on the field, please? Yeah, then your guys kicking their kicking the girlfriends and doing some pretty, pretty dude, wild stuff. Like, 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 dude, if he did it, if he did it, lock him up. Okay. Like I'm not trying to say what what he's accused of doing is okay, he, but he's not locked up. Can he play? I think I think he he should be playing. Yeah, man, it would be better for all of us. We would all benefit from him playing. Because right now we're talking about suits, uh, suits, um, and it's at, so at the point until until it's like closed and settled out. I mean, there's this is all allegations. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not yet like concluded or proven. There's been other people like go get a DUI or something, and until the court case happens, and maybe they yeah. get a little suspension or something. But yeah, until the actual case is concluded, they're still playing. Yeah. No, it seems kind of weird. Like, like to me, it seems like they're picking on him. Josh Gordon come back to the league like 19 times. I, you know, it's like, and and it's always like, oh, take a year off and come play for half a season. It'll take a year off. Like they're not. <clears throat> doesn't seem. Yeah, it seems like there's some sort of example trying to be made. What it, it's weird. It kind of seems like. It, but, it's weird. Like it's the timing it's a weird of it all. Topic, anyway. Like, like him demanding to be traded, and then all of a sudden these allegations come, and then, you know, they first they come like light trickling in, and then. 
no one seems to care. That that too. Yeah, so what, what, no one cares that much. All of a sudden, there's like 55 women out here saying he did something. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. it, it, all we can do is hope he plays some football here soon. Before yeah. He's, uh, before he's too out of it to. No, I mean, it, it, if it's a true story, then, you know, that's not good. Like, if I was a massage therapist, I don't think I'm getting paid for people to show me their private parts. Like, okay, fair. But, like, I, uh, uh, he's not locked up. We're treating him like he's locked up. Like, I, I don't understand this. Yeah, I'm wondering who else uh, ends up sliding around. What about, um, what about not as good as Watson, obviously, but what about Mariota? Does he stay with? We, he's a free agent. Right. Um, Is anybody, so, can anybody use him? He had flashes of decent play. I don't know. Like, I, I would probably go for Winston over Mariota. Yeah, and, and and with with Coach Payton resigning, like I expect New Orleans to do like a hard reset. Um, true. yeah, that's true. So like like I guess I, I'm projecting that as a free agent, he will not be retained by the Saints. Mm. Right? Is that that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so if I'm yeah, going to go. Who's out there to be had? Yeah, I'm looking at Winston. And Denver's got to figure something out too. Denver's yeah. got to figure out yeah. that situation. Yeah, it seems like Bridgewater's really just here today, gone tomorrow kind of guy. And the thing is, is he actually played. He had really good games. And yeah. then it was the injury thing, and then it seemed like he was kind of fell off after some injury things. Uh, but towards the beginning, I mean, I was pretty impressed. He was putting up good fantasy numbers. Yeah. That's somebody you could have gotten for nothing that was that would have gotten you through, what, six or eight weeks or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. He He's kind of like Jared Goff. Like, you know, if you have a competent football team and a nice little offensive scheme, he can go steer the ship for you. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. He, he's, in that, he's in that realm. Like, he, he's – yeah. He seems like the perfect backup quarterback. Like, hey, you guys out for two games and let him go play for two games, you know? Yeah, he'd be like the, the best back. backup quarterbacks in, in the history of the NFL. Yeah. So, like, we're, like, yeah, we're talking about him as a starter and wondering if he's qualified for the job. But if he's a backup, he, he'd be one of the best of the best. And the only other backup that I can think of right now that I would rank or I appreciate a little bit more would probably be – Nick Foles. Yeah. <laughs> Foles, for sure. Foles is, like, the most famous backup quarterback of our time. Yeah. Um, Dalton. And, and the, the times he got the shots, like, he started he started out, like, looking really good with Jacksonville, and then they just dumped him because of the injury. And, um, and then he went to Chicago, which that, that Chicago is just a mess. They are a mess. It seems Chicago. Like, that's it. Dalton seems like a quality backup. Dalton as well, yeah. 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 Good guy to have. Yeah. Mariota. Like, that's a good backup. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think we're starting to get that like slide down that list though. Yeah. Yeah. So next week is the soup. Next week is the Super Bowl. Yes. This is uh Yep, next week will be episode twenty two. Super Bowl Sunday. The championship. Uh very exciting. Uh definitely next week we should go over some of our favorite fan duel picks. Um and see if we can set a, a little a little DFS. Okay. Um and then and then really go over some of these fun prop bets. Once the, okay. the numbers get locked in and all that stuff. But yeah man, I think uh, I think we're safe to say we got a good little bit in here. A little little football, a little regular football chatting. But yeah. uh thank you for another great week. Um Thanks for listening to Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. We hope that you guys will join us again next week for the uh, the championship. Uh, very exciting. Last little bit of fantasy football, some good commercials. Uh, definitely check out that sportsdogpt.com and, and their show on Tuesday nights on Blog Talk or on sportsdogpt.com. If you want to find this show afterwards, you can find us on Apple, Google Podcasts, Intune, and iHeartRadio. Uh, feel free to message us with any questions, comments, or concerns on uh, at Brickhouse Fantasy Radio on Instagram. And next week, please call in 515-605-9898. Uh, DC, thanks for another great week, and thank you for everybody who's stuck it out and listened to our crap. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> mm. All right. Later. All right, good dog. Have a good one. Talk to you.